Hi guys and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe and I'm joined by Nathan and today we're going to be discussing the amazing anime, manga, just series in general. It's Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Nathan, go on. I know you want to do it. He's the hero of the show. Oh, that really hurt. I don't know why I tried to push it out that high, but fucking hell, that hurt. <laughs> right, okay. Let's jump into it then, shall we? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, God. I don't even know how... How do you even go about describing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Uh, it is a series about a protagonist that changes each time, often called JoJo, in some form. You will find the... The, the syllables or the wording for Jojo in first and last name. That's why they're called Jojo. Uh, and it's basically about good versus evil, but it's like a family lineage. Imagine, and I'm only saying this because I, I was watching a video about Castlevania's timeline last night. But imagine Castlevania, right? The Belmont versus Dracula. That's Jojo. I mean, I mean it, it actually is. If you, it think, really if you think about is, it, it's really spot on. Yeah. <laughs> the reason we say that is because. If you know the memes, you know Dio is the bad guy, right? He's Kono the exactly. Thank you. Kono Dioda. Uh Dio is a vampire. And the Joe Star family or the Jojos are there to fight Dio. Much <laughs> yeah. like the Belmonts are there to fight Dracula. It's like it's in his bloodline, isn't it? It's like um he's like meant to be just their it's their it's their destiny is probably the uh, thing that ties it all together. It's the Joe the Joe Star destiny. Is that a way of putting it? Yeah. Well yeah. I, I seriously do want to throw it out there though. It's complete coincidence that I came up with that comparison and that it fits mm -hmm. so well. I actually didn't plan this. Pepe can attest to this. We didn't <laughs> yep. even talk about this beforehand. That was a complete accident, but it's the perfect comparison. Mm. But um yeah, so like should we just start with part one? Let's just go into it. By the way, yeah. just a disclaimer. That uh, neither of us have actually read the manga. No, we are anime scrub lords. Yeah, so like I think the main reason that I got into the anime is because I've seen like the memes online. I think that this was around Stardust Crusaders time, um, and I got really into it from that. And then obviously I checked out the series from it. I think I did try and check out um, like years before, like um, when the anime hadn't actually launched yet, like the second wave of it anyway, like parts one, two, and three, etc um but uh i just couldn't get into it and then when the like when the new anime came around i checked that out it was really cool got really into that um but I ha i've like i've read part two and part one of the manga but i haven't read um haven't read all the part three and i haven't read past that basically okay that's my experience with it i don't know if you've read any of the manga at all i Nathan. i actually haven't read any of it my mm -hmm. The reason I got into the anime was because Pepe told me to watch it. Mm. <laughs> There's literally nothing else. Oh, I was talking to him when he was like really into it. I think part three had just uh, just about ended at that point. Mm. And Pepe and a few other friends were like, have you heard of this thing, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure? You should watch it. It's really good. I also had a cousin who was like really, 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 really into it. Um, mm. The reason I got into jojo was because i had just finished reading fist of the north star and yeah, i saw yeah. a picture of jonathan joestar and i was like huh who's that kenshiro ripoff <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's that kenshiro looking motherfucker mm. he looked like kenshiro but he ain't kenshiro what is this 
Um, and yeah, from there, I, I watched the series and it's just been uh, an ongoing appreciation for what it is, really. I um, think yeah, it's, like, it's one of those series that like, I think if anyone checks it out, like they're, they're either going to be like, kind of weirded out by it a little bit and then might not continue or they're going to absolutely love it. That's what I feel happens with this series. Yeah, I, I've explained to people, so many of my other friends, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is the hardest series to recommend to someone. Because, you know, normally, like, you'd be like, oh, if you like this, go and watch this. But JoJo is so strange and so anime at times. I, I only recommend it to friends that I know are, like, hardcore into, like, manga and anime. You know, like, people who truly understand how weird it can get and just overlook that straight away and just get into a series. Otherwise, I don't bother. Like, if all you've said is, oh, you know, I watched Dragon Ball back in the day, or I, I sort of watched a little bit in the root, or I, I would never go JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Because, no, because I'm like, is. you're a normie, you won't get it. And I'm not that much better than the normies. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But at least I understand, and I can look overlook it, because I'm just like, hey, it's anime, and it's weird. I think it's one of those ones where, like, it, there's nothing, like similar to jojo out there it's a weird thing to say there's like there's some things which have like share concepts with jojo like you could, you could argue that shaman king shares concepts with jojo but like um i mean i think there's little things here and there that you're like oh well that you can see in something else like uh we often make the comparison of persona and jojo because yeah. from part three onwards where they have stands you're like oh it's like a persona and it kind of is that's a stand is also almost like a persona, it's, except it, mm. it manifests in a different way. But it still yeah. comes down to like someone who is uh, mentally strong enough to face their real self. And now, now it's the personification of their realized self mm. or their resolve or whatever anime stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly, yeah as you said, there's, there's certain comparisons you can go for that. But I think the storytelling in JoJo is very... like. I don't know, it just feels different from most other anime. That's a, you could be wrong. I think someone could be in the comments right now saying, like, oh no, it actually compares to this thing, or you can compare it to this thing. Like, yeah, he could do. But I've only seen <laughs> I've only seen JoJo as JoJo. I haven't seen anything that's like it before. That's the thing. I I do feel like JoJo is one of those where you're like, there really isn't much else like it. At least I don't feel so. And, you know, you can say, oh, this this is like this or this was clearly influenced by that but like i don't know jojo is like uh, i, don't I know, think man. it's 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 got a certain style about it, not it like uh but we'll get into a lot of these points later on i feel like when we go through the series should we should we talk about the start of the series then the start of okay. the whole jojo so adventure. part one phantom blood focuses on jonathan joestar the first jojo and dio does does Dio have a surname or is he always just Dio? It's uh, Dio Brando. Oh yeah, duh, idiot, fucking hell. yeah. Um, it's weird though because he loses it in part three. <laughs> it's weird. This it, but that's the thing. Like in part three, spoiler alert. Um, he um he's just Dio, capital D I O. So from, that's the thing. From if all you know is the memes, right? It pretty much is just Dio. And mm. whenever whenever most people refer to Dio, they just say Dio. I feel like I rarely ever hear someone say Dio Brando anymore. Mm. Yeah, it's it's just Dio. It's, it's the same way like it's uh, it's JoJo as well. Like, I don't think many people go Jonathan Joestar. Uh, Jotaro is Jotaro, I guess. Look, like. Okay, right. Uh, here's here's the thing. 
I feel like in to your point there specifically, I think the only one people do tend to forget is Jonathan Joestar. I think most people do know the names mm. of most of the other JoJo's, like yeah. Joseph Joestar, Jotaro Kujo, uh, Josuke Hishikigata. <laughs> I always stumble on that last one. I know the surname, but you know when it's like because it's yeah. like full uh, on he, Japanese. He, I'm like, uh, it's he Hishikata, I think. He, yeah, that's what I said. Just yeah, not as. Yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just you uh, just like spelling out for anyone that wasn't too yeah. sure on how it's well. Of course, then yeah, yeah. You know, Giono Giovanni. <laughs> then... <laughs> that one always catches me off guard because you look at the yeah, like, that's not a JoJo. Then he's like, wait, Gio 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 Kujo for Jolene is spelt differently than Kujo for Jotaro. Yeah, doesn't one of them have a U at the end or something? I said from what I've seen online, it, uh, Kujo Jotaro Kujo is K U J O, mm. right? But then <laughs> Jolene Kujo is like C U J O H. Really? Something okay. like that, and it's like what? But he's your dad. How is your surname so different? Mm, okay again we don't even know like, there might be an explanation for this i, yeah, I probably. haven't actually we, again, seen any of part six we've only gotten to part five because that's as far as the anime's got and we only watched the anime mm-hmm. so um but yeah uh but that's like the joe star runs uh run that part eight is also josuke higishikata yeah but he's but part eight josuke <laughs> he's josuke the eighth yeah which is just that i don't even know what that means uh, I, I, I don't I, think anyone does. Yeah, <laughs> I think if you read Jojo Lion, like I, like you could probably explain it, but I have no clue. As an outsider who hasn't, no, barely has any knowledge of Part Eight. I know bits of Part Six. I know bits of Part Seven, but I have no knowledge whatsoever of Part Eight. Wait, wait, wait. Part Seven is uh, Jojo and horses, isn't it? Yeah, steel ball run. <laughs> I like to think that they just, like, just gave up on the name, like fan- they had Phantom Blood, Battle Tendency, uh, Jojo on Horses. Like, Araki was like, fuck it, it's, it's being called this now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like, that's the thing, that's the, that is the only thing I know about uh, steel ball run. I know that um, uh, Gyro Sapelli is the uh, sort of main character in it. I think people like he he's more of a focus, I believe, than actual Johnny. Yeah, but that's because Johnny's also paralyzed, isn't he, from the waist down? Just because he's paralyzed doesn't mean he can't have main. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not being. <laughs> I'm not discriminating, but I'm just saying, yeah, like, I know, I know. in an action like manga, you know, yeah. in an action series, <laughs> maybe he wrote himself into a corner when he's like, "Yeah, the Georgia of this one, his legs don't work." Yeah. But it's like, all on um, horses. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's like character building at the end of the day. Like, I, as I said, I have no idea what goes on. I, I, I have like an idea of what goes on in part seven, but I don't know if the full idea. Same. But that is yet. also because we played the, what is it? Eyes of Heaven I, on PS4? Eyes of Heaven, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the only reason I have any idea of yeah. what goes on beyond part five. Yeah, that is exact. It's the exact same for me. Like I kind of annoyingly when you play play um, Eyes of Heaven, they do have spoilers. And like the annoying thing is, I know for a fact. I know at least one person that dies in part six. I, it's been a long time since I played the game, so I think I've forgotten. Yeah, I'm, I I know like the name of it, and I know the main antagonist of it. 
because oh, it's yeah. not a Dio for once. <laughs> or um But it's someone who like worships Dio, so yeah. good enough. It's all tied in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. I mean the only thing that doesn't the only series uh part that doesn't have a Dio tie in is probably part four, I um, think. Yeah. Well, beyond the oh there's a JoJo, so <laughs> Yeah, but um, I feel like I keep on trying to bring it back to Phantom Blood, but like if we just go like so off topic and like start talking about fucking Look, all the right. other parts. We're talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. This yeah. will be our own Bizarre Adventure about the yeah. Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> We're, like if you're expecting a chronological discussion, you've come so, to the uh, wrong place. Yeah, you definitely come to the wrong place. We've jumped from part one to part seven pretty quickly well, <laughs> we mean, haven't even discussed the in-betweens of it basically. if you really think about it we went all the way from one to eight <laughs> and then we sort of and now we've like jumped around we did a little bit of seven mm-hmm. and a little bit of four why don't we then go back okay. to two and <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah it could give you a college nah just put on shuffle this is what this is it's the cultured boy <laughs> shuffle Jojo. pretty much <laughs> discussion um so part one <laughs> <laughs> um like okay what are your thoughts on part one to begin with what what are your thoughts on it like uh jonathan I, Joestar, Dio brando the whole story of it i enjoy part one for what it is it is it's it's no one's favorite but it sets the foundation for the entire series mm-hmm. and i my argument to most people is it achieves what it was set out to do right it's supposed to be filled with exposition because it needs to build the whole world it needs to set everything for everything else yeah Mm -hmm. and take out all the content you know the things people don't like because most people are like oh hamon that was crap and oh it was boring because this that and the other but really think about it right you cannot have the rest of jojo the way it is without part one setting it the way it did it need it needs to be there to do its job you know, it's just there as a stepping stone for the rest of the franchise, I feel like. And it's a good stepping stone. You could have been worse starts to a series. 100%. Yeah, I think it's, it's as you said, like, you wouldn't have, like, uh, story points in part three or part two, for that matter of fact, like, without part one. Um, it, it, Yeah, it's a stepping stone. I think I agree it's probably not my favorite part. If anything, I'd probably argue that it's my least favorite, but it doesn't mean that it's a bad, uh, bad story at all. That's the thing. And I, I think most people do that, though. Like, you know, when they're like, oh, I didn't like it. But that also to them means like, oh, it was shit. And it's like, no, it was still pretty decent. It's just, you know, it doesn't hit the same as the rest of it because it just can't. It's like it what JoJo is so famous. Yeah, what JoJo is so famous for now is uh, it stands and it's like epic fights and stuff like that, which part one definitely has. Part one definitely has some epic fights, and it's like a lot. It's very bloody. It's very JoJo esque. Of course, it would be. It's fucking JoJo, but um, it just feels good. Like, it's a good. It's good. It just feels a bit. If you're a massive fan of Part Three, and onwards, you probably aren't going to like it as much. Like in, in comparison, compared yeah, to those, sort of for things. sure. In comparison, you won't like it. But again, you cannot have anything beyond like Part Two onwards without Part One because Part One sets the whole. Joe Stars versus Dio Brando story. And it also sets up the sort of like this setup for the rest of everything, really. Mm. It leads yeah. directly into part two. 
part two has a lot of themes that carry on from part one. And then part three, you only get the stuff in part three because of the direct ending of part one. Mm, it's true. So like part one literally is just all the exposition that needed to be mm-hmm. uh, created to like establish the world that's to come. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, part one has just like some, uh, some really good characters as well. Like it, oh yeah, like um, fucking like you get Speedwagon in part one. Yeah, like the legendary, like the legendary that is Speedwagon. Like in the JoJo community, he's just a meme because it's fucking Speedwagon and he's glorious. <laughs> you get the first Zapelli as well, Baron Zapelli. He was a wicked yeah. character. He was my favorite. Yo, I forgot his name was Baron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He also turns up in a fucking sick outfit. He's got a top hat. And... Oh, that top hat is sick. <laughs> like. Do you know what I mean? And it, like he so he just shows up and he's like, "Yo, let yeah. me show you this thing," and they're like, "Oh my god, he's gonna kill that frog!" And like, because it's hormone, it goes straight through the frog and breaks the rock. <laughs> but like, that's how this dude appears. He just comes in. And he's like, "Let me show you this thing," <laughs> and you think, "Oh, he's gonna kill a frog? What a dick!" I tell you what, what you mentioned about top hat. Top hat's cool. It's so cool that Speedwagon stole it. Speedwagon <laughs> stole that hat and he wore it. Did he? Yeah, like because uh, Speedwagon only had a bowler hat, didn't he? And then, oh um, yeah, shit, he did. He had a top hat ever since. Motherfucker stole Zapelli's hat. Exactly. Like he had the um, because uh, Speedwagon had the what was it? He had like a bowler hat with blades in it, kind of like an odd job thing, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I forgot about uh, that. And then uh, yeah, he just uh, he stole Zapelli's hat. Uh, yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> he's a he's like a he's a thief in Britain, man. That's what he's gonna do. He's... I mean, he literally was. He literally was a thief before he was JoJo's companion. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but um, yeah, part one it's good. Like, as I said, not my favorite, but as as you said, stepping stone for the rest of it, which is leading on to probably one of my favorite parts of JoJo, which is part two. Yes, a lot of people do really like part two. Yeah, I think part two was kind of like what part one had, but in my opinion, with a better main character. Like, because the thing is with Jonathan Joestar is that um. He's uh, very. He's a goody two shoes. He's like he always does what's right, and he wants to like he wants to do what's best. Whereas Joseph Joestar, uh, the protagonist part two, is just he's just a little shit. <laughs> he's just a bastard. Like he has he like is. some amazing memeable moments. Do you, do you know what? I always there's one quote from Family Guy, right? Mm-hmm. But I always think, and it, I think it's the perfect thing for fucking describing. Joseph Joestar in part two. You know when Stewie goes to England to go to the BBC and he's like runs up to the woman who plays like that woman <laughs> and he's like, Mother Maggie. And she's like, Get lost, you grossy little wanker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the perfect and anal- like perfect description of Joseph Joestar. Yeah. He's a grossy little wanker. <laughs> he's he's most likely gonna tell you that as well to your face. If like oh, if yeah, you he went and say, Oh my god, it's Joseph. It's like, you fuck would you. he would. You'd be like, yes. Oh, oh you're oh, you look cool. What, what's mm. your what's your deal? He's like, get lost, you grossy little wanker. <laughs> He, that's the thing with like Joseph is like he starts off in the series like so, so obnoxious like he's so full of himself and he can talk his way out of anything and that's what makes him like so likable is that he's just a little shit compared to um Jonathan like and that's like I just love that like about his character like I think I hate it. like the growth of that character as well because um he uh he's also present in parts 
uh, three and four. Yes. But like in each of those parts, it's like he's a completely different character himself. We do also have to explain though that in part two, he's what, like 18, 20? Yeah, around that. Yeah, he's, he's young, isn't he? Like, yeah, he's um, young. And in part three, he's like 60. <laughs> and yeah. then in part yeah, four, part- he's like. 80 or something yeah like so he's he's done a lot of growing but like, the thing is like even though like part three joseph is different to part two in some ways like he still keeps like that base joseph characteristics at points yeah, like he, he still has he like still... some memeable lines yeah he might be wiser but he's still joseph he is still kind of obnoxious yeah but like less so in part three but let's mm-hmm. let's get back to part two mm-hmm. so part two pretty much Part one sets up the whole vampire thing or like the the mask, mm. which then goes straight into part two where uh, they fight the pillar men who are like this ancient race that uses the masks to or create the masks to make vampires or whatever. It's, 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 it's around that. Yeah, like they basically create like an army of vampires is what they do. Um and like there's certain parts in part two which um the, the, when you were saying memeable that talking about the pillar man is one of my favorite memeable moments oh, yeah. is the first pillar man comes out and joseph is like i'll oh, distract him <laughs> and he walks up and he's like happy smiley destiny happy smiley destiny or whatever but he's just like this Pillar Man is like destroying this military base or whatever, and you've just got this dude come up like Happy Smiley Destiny. Isn't one of um isn't one of Joseph's main weapons at one point in um part two? Like it's like he's got like whatever, a right? toy or some sort, yeah. isn't it? Like and he infused it with Hamon. Is it right? Is that what my right in thinking that? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he uses at one point. Yeah, and like it, it's just like as I said, like Joe's, um Jonathan's there, like using a sword to like fight some vampires and stuff, or and he's uses like Hamon in his fists. Yeah, like he's physically fighting people, and and Joseph's like, "Yo, I got a toy." Yeah, or like right at the start where he infuses Hamon into a fucking bottle of coke that he shook up, so the lid like, breaks a policeman's nose. That's yeah. the kind of character he is. He does all sorts of oddball shit, whereas like previous his ancestor previously is like straight up like i will fight you head on here's here's how different joseph is to jonathan is that at one point uh joseph needs to for some reason invade a nazi base and to do that he dresses up as a woman (laughs) and like proceeds proceeds to try and flirt with the guards like the whole sentence of invading a nazi base dressed as a woman like you it just it like and by the way, this is Jojo as well. Like this guy is muscular as fuck. This guy is ripped to shit. Like he's hench and he's dressed up yeah. as a woman. Like he's got full on makeup and everything. And it is just like it is an iconic Jojo moment there. He just sets his character up so well in it. Yeah. Fuck you know. Also is like, that's the thing as well. There are Nazis in um part yeah. two. But yeah. like it's weird because like the main uh, the main dude in the Nazi uh, Nazi base is basically von Stroheim. Stroheim, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, he, like, obviously, he's a villain. He's a fucking Nazi. But like, it's a very weird situation where, like, Stroheim actually becomes uh, Joseph's ally. Well, you know what that is? It's like the yeah. typical. You know, like people always say, like, 
the only way to get the entire human race to work together is if we have mm. one common enemy. That's mm. what that is. Is the exactly. pillarmen is their common enemy. So <laughs> now Jojo works with a Nazi. Yeah. Although yeah, Stroheim is Stroheim. I can't remember like whoever is. Uh, like although he is an evil character, he works with Joseph to take down the pillarmen. This is it's basically like a great story arc. Like in general, like making unlikable characters. Don't want to say likable because <laughs> he's a Nazi are. at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> say it, Pepe. Say it. I'm not saying. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> Have that on unlikable. the internet forever. Just that voice clip. Go on. Go on, do I it. refuse. I absolutely refuse. Um, Smiley, happy destiny. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's what I meant. That's the vibes I want. That's the vibes I want. But um, yeah, part two has some great memeable moments. The, as you said, the pillar man, when they wake up, there's that music in the background as well. I don't know if you've seen those memes where it's like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, it just suddenly goes into this fucking like hip hop, like Egyptian music. <laughs> and like it's just like it's such a good fucking tune um like although part two is probably one of my favorites i can't it only say gets better from there yeah it, it does yeah it does get better i think it, it, what makes it my favorite is probably the main character joseph i always put part one and part two on the same level for me personally mm-hmm. if i really had to rank it because yeah i didn't enjoy joseph as much i thought he was too obnoxious mm-hmm. but then like I preferred uh, Jonathan Joestar, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, eh, I don't like either one more or less than the other, so they're pretty much the same. Yeah. And then for me, it's like, eh, I think part four after that, like, next highest. Okay. Level. Well, let's move on to part three now, which is probably everyone's favorite. The, that's like the definitive JoJo. When you say yeah. JoJo to most people, that's the one they think of. But mm-hmm. that's because that is, that's where all the stuff happens. Mm-hmm. it's what feels like the longest part especially when you compare it to parts um one and two oh, like yeah. i think part two lasts a little bit longer than part one and part but two, like just part like... three goes in like it changes it? the whole concept of what we've seen so far for one they go from this mythical sun energy hamon to stand which like we said before is like a persona if you know persona the franchise it's it's like this ghost thing that stands behind you yeah it's like it's one of those ones where you have to watch it to understand what the hell is going on with it because i feel like if me and nathan tried to describe what stands are i think i don't think we'd do it as much justice you sound like a crazy person (laughs) you would sound like a mental person right because first of all explaining what it is makes you sound crazy because i literally just said it's a ghost thing that stands behind you that's why it's called stands because they stand behind you but then there's like you're like oh there's the classifications there's mm-hmm. like the power ranking so the stronger it is the shorter the distance it can be away from you uh the weaker it is the further away it can be from you uh they have different abilities and they can do this and that and there's one that's a, a pervy gorilla who tries to rape a little girl and <laughs> there's um uh hermit purple and it's just some purple vines that comes out of joseph's arm and if Mm. you get something that can take a photo or has a screen you can see uh something it will show him something (laughs) pretty much yeah the the annoying thing about um joseph in part three is that like obviously he's very he's a hammer user so he uh from part two so he's he's come into part three and he's got he's got a stand now but his stand is just not as good as anyone else is in the series 
I feel like anyone he, else's stand is better. He's than just there for the memes. This. Let's face it. You're yeah. just there for the Japanese American English. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Exactly. See, see, that's what he's there for. That's what he's yeah. there for. He's not there for anything else. When I said that I got into JoJo because of the memes, this is what I meant. Like, <laughs> this, like, I watched a compilation video of uh, Joseph Joestar Part Three's like English, basically. There and is no other way to say that. Yeah, literally, it is, it is yeah. English. And it is just like it's absolutely fucking amazing. Like it's it's like a top tier meme material. There's plenty of it that isn't from Joseph as well. Mm. Darby, so uh, D- Darby Junior. <laughs> yes, um, yes, 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 yes. Oh my God! There's Stevie Dan, which is uh, Do you understand? <laughs> Hail to you! Hail to you! Like there's literally me and Nathan could go on and on about all the best lines in JoJo. Like you can even just you can even just like type into YouTube. Just look up the memes. Do it. Just do it. Watch the series, watch the meme compilations, and you'll see why you should watch it because it, it can be mm. really fucking funny. It's, yeah. it's just so but weird. That's the thing. Like, that's what I love about JoJo, though, is because like it's got this like epic like story and adventure of um, this this group of guys which go and try and find Dio, who is back alive again. By the way, spoilers. Uh, and well, I mean, we, um, we kind of did that way back when we were like, oh yeah, what's his surname? Dio Brando in part one, and then from part three, it's just D I O. Yeah, okay, if that yeah, didn't spoil that it for you, then <laughs> I don't know what did. Um, but yeah, like what JoJo part three is is it's weird because like even though the episodes are little one off, um, one off battles, I feel yeah, it's like Monster of the Week kind yeah. of power ranger style like mm. the new stand user new fight um please continue i just wanted to <laughs> oh no no you, you hit the nail on the head um it is that sort of vibe about it and then having that adventure though like you still get that sense of adventure you still feel like they're making progress like and that it's the epic fights as well like every fight like has like a small twist to it i feel like but most fights tend to end with it is exactly that it is like no matter what yeah, happens yeah, it does it. well one thing i'll say about uh jojo part three is that yeah story's brilliant the stand users are brilliant like everything's cool but like joe taro is probably <laughs> one of the plainest main characters i have the, ever seen in a manga do you know what the strangest thing about joe taro is he's supposed mm-hmm. to be dressed like a delinquent right like a japanese mm-hmm. school delinquent but when you really think about it, he's like one of the best good boys there is. Mm, it's true. Like he's, he's like got a strong sense of justice. Like, and yeah, he's like... It's, it's really weird because he dresses like the 90s uh, delinquents in Japan. They like they had the uniform, but it was always like disheveled and open and customized to whatever the fuck they felt like mm-hmm. it should look like. And, you know, he's supposed to be like looks like a troublemaker, but he's actually a really good boy. <laughs> he's a good boy he is because <laughs> they set out on this adventure because Dio at the end of part one spoilers uh, Jonathan dies and the, he's hugging the head of Dio forget why mm-hmm. they have that but that, that's <laughs> fucking Dio's there. head is just there isn't it yeah like yep. and yeah. Uh, basically stands come about because Dio puts his head on Jonathan's body which then manifests this strange power called stands but only people with a strong enough personality or resolve 
can manifest a stand. If not, uh, the stand could kill them. And that's what happens with uh, Jotaro's mum. They set out on this adventure to defeat Dio so that his mum, Holly, doesn't die from not being strong enough to have this stand, which is also just vines and roses on her back. Mm-hmm. Ghost vines again. <laughs> Fucking Joseph. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all down to him, the bastard. Um, <laughs> the thing is with Jotaro is that, like, he all he does is punch. That's yeah. all he does. He punches and he wins. Uh, like, he doesn't, like, there's no twists and turns. Like, when you have, like, Polnareff's fights or, like, uh, Kalkuin's fights or Iggy's fights, they all have, like, oh, what's going to happen here? Like, how's how are they going to get wait, out of this wait, wait. situation? There, there was one episode, though. I think it was, mm-hmm. was it The Whale or something? Starfinger! Oh, God. oh fuck, yeah. There was, okay, yeah. Forgot about this one. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's certain bits of Joe Taro which are questionable. I don't... It's, it's there. Starfinger. And then there's a bit like where, like, he cat, like, I think it's like in the third episode, third or fourth episode, where they're on a plane and, like, Joe Tara, like, catches a bug with his tongue or something like that. Like, there's some, there's some weird tongue action, like, Wait, in that. When you say tongue action, I always think yeah. of the fake Kakyoin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Part three yeah. is also incredibly memeable by itself. Hundred yeah, percent. I know we said so... that earlier, but seriously, Oingo Boingo Brothers—they're my favorite. Fuck uh, yeah! That's and thing. that song, do yourself a favor and type in Oingo Boingo Brothers. Listen to that song at the end of the episode, and then t- look for the one with Whole Horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like certain characters that just stick in my mind because like. It, okay, the two characters that go out of my mind is Whole Horse and uh, Polnareff. Because, like, Polnareff is, like, the most unlucky guy in that whole series, by the way. Everyone's after him. Like, Polnareff yeah. gets, like, fucked, like, every single time. And I remember, like, I think it's in, um, I think it's the Empress, which is um, the old the old lady, when there's, like, a like a mansion or something. And, like, uh, like Whole Horse is in this mansion, and it's a big haunted thing, like, basically. And um, all I do, all I know is his voice clips from I think it's Enya is I think old, uh, her name is Enya the old lady, yeah, um, I think so. But like there's there's two voices like she says hold a horse, <laughs> and <laughs> literally there's uh, like points where she's just screaming his name hold a horse, <laughs> that's ingrained in my mind. And it's also Polnareff as well, yeah, Polnareff, <laughs> like those two there because they're said so fucking often in those series. They're just ingrained in my mind. That Those voice clips are ingrained in there. See, that's why I remember the Oingo Boingo Brothers, because those two songs are really stuck in my brain. I've listened to them so many times. Oingo Boingo Brothers! <laughs> Oingo Hohos <laughs> Combi! Combi! <laughs> oh, man. I, if this wasn't copyrighted, I wish we could play a clip of it, but seriously, go yeah. look it up. I yeah. love those songs so much. It's brilliant. Like that's the thing of part three. There's so many great points in it. Like there is storytelling, oh memes. Like it, it just what like you, you just want to keep on watching episode after episode with part three. Yes, I'd like highly recommend that one. So part four. Here is more uh, monster <laughs> of the week, <clears throat> and this is mm-hmm. more so. It's pretty much. I know we said it was like part three was like that, but this is like even shorter. Pepe, like mm. Pepe said, some of the. Some of the episodes in part three 
sometimes had like multiple episodes for one fight. I felt like part mm. four was pretty much always like one and done. And it's only in towards like literally the last quarter, I'd say, yeah, of the series where we get into the main villain. I'd say like that's um, that's where it really starts picking up. Yeah. Um, I actually really, really enjoy the villain of part four, uh, Yoshikage Kira. He was cool. Um, he is like he's got like a, a sick stand, and like even when you see his fight with um Koichi and uh Jotaro, because Jotaro, God, Koichi. like <laughs> Koichi's alright. It's a uh, Shigechi. Which no, you... <laughs> no, I just meant you know when you think about <laughs> he's he spends the whole part for evolving and getting better at mm-hmm. his stand and it starts off this cell looking little fucker yeah and like cell form one yeah. little fucker and then <laughs> turns into this fucking little humanoid guy going s-h-i-t <laughs> i think one of his voice is kill the bitch <laughs> like in, in like in english as well what a really bad time to take a sip of water fucking hell. <laughs> it almost made me choke fuck me <laughs> this is what like literally this like this is the thing the English in Jojo just continues throughout the whole thing that's oh, one great thing about Jojo it's not just limited to one I can't, part it's like I can't it's wait all over when we get to part five and we can talk about fucking I don't what do you even call it the fucking Japanese Italian oh, oh god uh, yeah we'll get to <laughs> if we get to the Japanese Italian in a bit for sure <laughs> um but yeah part four it's as Nathan said it's very like epic like villain of the week sometimes um, it's not even a villain they just it's just a new stand user like the restaurant guy they're like they go into this restaurant the guy's a stand user the chef and his ability is to basically feed you something that will make you healthier or better it improves your body right but the whole episode is them being suspicious of this guy because he's a stand user and they think they keep thinking like oh we're gonna have to fight this guy what's his deal and he literally is just like, I just want to cook you food and make you healthy. <laughs> I think that's it with like half the characters in part four, or half the stand users anyway. Like they're, they're like they're just there and like they become like Josuke's friends by the end of it, or feels like it. Like they make a small group of like stand users that know each other. Um and then like obviously there's the like more evil ones. Like um I can't remember this guy the guy's name, but he has uh, red hot chili pepper as his stand. That was the electric one, isn't it? Like yeah. Like, I can't remember what his name is. but um, I don't remember his name. I remember Chili Pepper. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but like, he's a villain, but I don't, I don't think he's, like, he's not connecting to, to Yoshikage Kira at all. But, no, he was, he was just uh, part with the, um, what's it? Yoshikage Kira's fucking ghost photo dad. With ghost photo dad. Like, it's as weird as it sounds. I, Literally. I told you before, you try and describe Jojo and you'll sound like a mental person. <laughs> I mean, Ghost like, Photo I think Dad. Every part that we've described so far, part two has fucking Nazis. Part three has a fucking rapist gorilla. Part four has like a fucking Ghost Photo Dad. And Invisible like, Baby. And Invisible Baby. There's an Invisible Baby there and like <laughs> you know, Joseph's looking after it. <laughs> but um, it's, it's great. Like And a cat plant. Cat flower. Cat, cat flower, which um the main villain Yoshikage Kira keeps keeps as a pet. Oh yeah, he, he just, does, doesn't he? Shit. Yeah, it just he just finds it growing in his backyard, and he's like, okay, cool, this is mine now. <laughs> <laughs> I make this. <laughs> but Yoshikage Kira just wanted to live a normal life, but he's a serial killer, so yes. falls in love with uh, 
a specific hand, like women's yeah. hands. Which one is it again? Yeah. Is it the right or the left? I can't remember. <laughs> it's just, uh, all I know is like he has hands and he has like that weird. Yeah, he's weird. <laughs> there's um there's some like very interesting characters in part four i think like probably the weirdest ones so far like in terms of like well no weird is like a i'd say quirky like the characters in part four are just very quirky characters quirky is just the polite way of saying weird yeah you know that right (laughs) (laughs) you're saying the same thing you're just being less offensive but yeah i I don't know if there's much else to speak on part four to be fair because i think I think anything else you say just becomes a spoiler from that point. Yeah, and even then, like, I think you really want to check out, like, part four. I think, like, that's the thing as well. I think I enjoyed part four more than part one. But I don't think it hit part two levels of hype for me. Or part three. I mean, it definitely doesn't touch part three, but... Yeah. Let's Um, move on to the final part in the anime so far. Part mm -hmm. five. Mm -hmm. This... (laughs) This Jojo isn't even technically related to the joe stars <laughs> because he's dio's son but dio whilst he had his head on jonathan's body yeah had a child yeah so he i guess he is kind of a joe star but not really yeah it's like it's, it's, he has the blood in him basically he has the joe star blood in him but he also yeah. has dio blood in him he's got that brando <laughs> blood and he's also italian yes so that this uh, one is the like yeah so part parts one and two no part one takes place in the uk yeah part one um, is england part two is america and part three italy, is part of italy don't forget he does go to europe to train with Lisa he does he does actually yeah that's true um, um part three is japan and mostly egypt yeah well, it's like a world trip, it's like a journey so, to egypt isn't it it's yeah like, that's so the thing, it's really. from japan to egypt yeah then part four is just japan Yes. And um, then part five is just Italy. Italy. But like, so the whole point of part five is uh, it's gangsters, basically. Gang or gang stars. stars. There's <laughs> a difference. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's there. Uh, and, uh, so stupid. Uh, so you're going to be a gangster? No, I'm going to be a gangster. Like, it's just a Jojo thing. It's like the thing is with the gang star thing, like it's just a motive at the end of the day. Like you don't hear uh, Giorno talk about it much else after that. It's like basically no. the whole like they basically like on their journey together uh, as because uh, basically Giorno meet, uh, meets up with a couple other characters, uh, Bucciolati, who is the head of a like a um, like a branch of this uh, gang star family. <laughs> Um, I love that you said gang star. Like you really it? emphasized it. I appreciate that. I really, I really get on board. I'm like, I have to like basically. <laughs> I said gangster once. I'm never gonna go back to gangster again. It's gang stars from now on. <laughs> but, um, Amazing. But yeah, like it's this branch of gang stars. <laughs> um, uh, basically, Jorno's uh, aim is to probably get is to, like to get to the top of this family and become the boss, so he can stop drugs in his city yeah is that correct basically all the other gangs are selling drugs to kids and he wants to be the leader of this one particular gang because when he was a kid the leader of the gang at the time was like uh really good to him or something and like was against selling drugs to kids but all of a sudden like over the years uh people just gave up on that rule 
and Giona wants to stop that. Um, yeah. They talk about resolve a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, but then very quickly, the aim to, uh, like, like the boss, the boss of the family gives uh, uh, Bucciarati and his branch uh, a task to deliver the boss's daughter back to him. That's the boss, basically. Um, yeah. And that that becomes the aim, and then the story unfolds from there, and it's very much, very much like the rest of parts uh, three and four, where it is your your villain of the week or stand user of the week for a lot of it until I'd say about halfway through the series. That's when it changes. That's when it shifts a bit. And you get more story focused in it. I feel. Yeah, that's that's about right. There's there's some great moments in this too, like many many a memeable moment. The the dance on the boat. Oh, the torture where, dance. Torture dances. Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. Um, another meme I've seen a lot of is you you know when they start beating the shit out of that one guy when they're all like jumpy <laughs> at the cafe. I remember watching that in the episode. I was like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" I yeah. think, especially because you know, it like it starts off with like what, like Narancha or something, yeah. And then like each new character turns around, like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "This guy," and he's like, "Fuck you!" Like, yeah. <laughs> I think like I think it's Abakio that like is just drinking wine, and he sees um Mister and uh, Narancha just beating the shit out of him, and he's like, "It's like so sophisticated." He looks over. And he just joins in. He just joins in, <laughs> stamping on this guy's head, and it's like. <laughs> then there's the our favorite is... quote: uh, "Di molto, like, di oh molto." <laughs> the amount of times we were doing that after that episode, God. it was like every other second. <laughs> <laughs> it was just any time. It became like a Naruto with like Date Bio. That we would end right. sentences, which is "Di molto." What's the other bit? Um, the uh, doppio. Doppio, oh. doppio, doppio. Moshi, moshi, bossu. Like, how do you how do you even describe doppio? Because it's kind of like a a multiple personality thing. The boss is his personality is in doppio. Yeah, but doppio is like a I guess mentally challenged kid. He's like uh, he's he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, but he's nah, a good he... boy, kind of. He's good about that. Like, all he wants to do is like do the boss proud, basically. But the boss is also living within him, and the only way he communicates with the boss is through phone calls. But this isn't necessarily through a phone. He will literally just like stop, pause, and go, and he's like, "Where's this noise coming from?" Yeah, and he'll do anything to pick up the phone. You get in his way, and he'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> just to pick up an item to put to his face and like i did earlier moshi moshi bossu yeah is that it? that is like that is spot on and it isn't like it's not even an item related to a phone at all like at one point he picks up a frog one point it was a discarded cigarette that was trapped yeah. in between some rocks <laughs> like at one point it's an ice cream and he just like puts the ice cream yep. to his face and it's like the best i think the best thing about that whole scene besides the sound effects that he makes for the phone mm -hmm. is the fact that his eyes go like oh, he goes like that... the opposite across eye like his yeah. eyes just go outwards <laughs> and he just starts going <laughs> 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 oh it's it's fantastic like Doppio is like just one of those characters he's like my favorite one of Again, my favorites for sure go and watch the series or look that up on youtube oh that's like my one of my favorite things <laughs> from part five is Doppio doing the fucking phone bit, but 
Oh man, it's like it's it's as you said earlier as well, the English Italian thing, like the di molto, <laughs> the um oh, is like absolutely fucking amazing line, which is um Arriva Derci, where like he finishes off one of the villains and it is like it's sick. Like that's one of the one of the best moments in that series. Oh, what's his face? Also, it's not even uh a Japanese Italian, it is just Japanese. What's his name? Pesci, the guy with the Oh, you know, the, Pesci, yeah. I just I also have him stuck in my mind. But, oh, Nikki! <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Oh, Nikki! Like... <laughs> Pesci, like... I think it's where Pesci snaps. It's just another one that was, like, brilliant. The whole train... That, that when If anyone, like, watches this and they, they know the train bit, basically, where they have to take, like, take down Pesci and... Um, I can't remember the other guy's name. The, the, the Anarchy. 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 <laughs> Pesci and Anarchy. They have to take them down. Like... Take down Pesci and Big Bro. Yeah. There's like Pesci and Big Bro. El That's Hamano. what Anarchy is. It's just Big Bro, isn't it? It's, uh, it's, yeah. we, we don't even know his name. We're just Pesci and Big Bro. Big Pesci and Big Bro. But like, there's so many twists and turns in it as well. Like, not just in that one episode or couple of episodes. It's like that whole series just has so many good twists. Um and like God, like there's one thing I love about JoJo. It's just the twists that come in, like when you get really into a fight. There's some good stuff there. Oh yeah, they they've got really great fights. Solutions are not always what you expect, yeah. but there is also, like we've said so many times, just the comedy factor. There is mm. for a series that that is about things like gangsters and you know mythical beings like paranormal beings that come from your own psyche to <clears throat> fucking phone bits and demolto <laughs> and holy shit like the the comedy balances it out really mm. well just go and check it out we cannot say it enough mm. go watch the series uh it's also important to say i've never watched the dub so i can't mm. recommend the dub but i have uh. watched it subbed and that is where you will get all of these amazing English lines and bits. That's where we've learned them from. I think, least. yeah, I think I've watched a couple of episodes of Dub. Dub, like, I'll tell you what, the Dub is actually good. It is good, but like, you want that JoJo sub experience. You want, you that's the experience you want. You want that meme like, factor, main. That meme, exactly. It is that, like, I'd say if, you, if you're really not into subs and you really can't stand, like, the subtitle stuff, youtube compilation it is yeah watch the meme compilation as well like if you want to admit those meme factors but like i'd say check it out even if you like even if you are go watch the double whatever just like check it out it is good yeah more people should get into jojo um mm. although i feel like it's it's a lot busy it's a it's a lot more popular than it was say yeah, 10 years it, ago for sure, it was definitely. a cult classic when it first came out and for the yeah. longest it was a cult and mm. now because of this newer version of the anime from david productions i believe yeah, it's it's uh it's blown up like a lot, a lot, mm. a lot. So it's you actually probably never had a better time to try and get into JoJo because again mm. the anime is fresh, the animation's great, mm. and we're still going through it. Like as of recording, we're still waiting for any confirmation of when part six is coming to the anime. Mm. So I will say this: there was um the uh, and thus spoke Rohan. Uh, oh yeah, to, there was a basically an OVA series where it's four episodes long. It's on Netflix right now. Watch that too. Um, that's good. Uh, have you watched it? Yeah, I did. I've seen all of it. 
Yeah, it is a really good series. I, I liked it. It's very much part four style, but it's not it stands. It's, it's not. It's like, very JoJo, but mm. in a different way. It's still really like paranormal and strange, but it's not about stands, like Pepe said. Yeah, it's like you know what I mean when like if, it feels like Araki just wanted to like do some of his own short stories again. Yeah, but like he put them under the JoJo name, and it still works though. It's still really good. I actually kind of want more of it. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to see more of that stuff. That, that'd be cool. I've got um the uh, one JoJo manga that I have kind of completed. I say it's completed, but um it's uh Rohan visits the Louvre in uh, France. You know the art museum or Louvre? I can't remember how to pronounce it in French. <laughs> I I don't know. I never I never studied French. I think it. I think you're right. It is like Louvre or something. Yeah, but um basically the Louvre and uh, Araki actually made a partnership at one point and um basically he like the whole story of rohan uh, in Lu- visits to louvre is basically rohan going to this art museum and investigating uh like the um like it's haunted or something like the basements are haunted in it okay and it's basically what the premise of uh thus spoke rohan uh is so it's like it's that exact same concept but it's one Louvre, and it's really good i'd recommend that as well if you ever need to read that i'll look that up later <laughs> i never I think you told me about it. I just I don't think we actually went into detail about yeah. it before. It's it's a short story. It's only like about a hundred pages long or something. But um, oh, so long. <laughs> it's um, it's a good it's like it's a good short. So it's like um, the sort of length of you would get a one shot basically. Fair enough. That's about as much as we can talk about JoJo to be honest. Because mm. again, we we only really watched the anime and we played one of the games. Um, play the game too. It's it's all right. It's not bad. Um, I'm sure when part six comes out, we'll uh, start another discussion about that, like when it's over or something. Yeah, like. maybe. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening, and we will see you in another episode. Nice one. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.